1: on TV, putting down the rock and roll, wants me to send a donation, cause he's worried about my soul, he said Jesus walked on the water, and I know that it's true, but sometimes I think that preacher man, I'd like to do a little walking too, but I ain't asking nobody for nothing. Can't get it on my own
0: 3CR, 8.55am, 5, 5 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon <clears throat> noon till one. Why does that always want to come up as soon as you come onto air? Um, radio techniques, anyone, please let me know. Um, first broadcasting, noon till one. Sunday afternoon, Australian Eastern Standard Time, coming up very soon for Daylight Savings Time. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Call of nations and we pay respects to um, first Nations people past present, and emerging always was always is always will be first nations land and if you want to get in touch with the show, lots of ways to do it um, you can um, email out of the pan eight five five at gmail.com. you can sms six one four five six seven five one two one five and thanks to roving reporter for your um, nice comments on the end of last week 's show. Um, You can tweet at Sal Gold said so and that's the bottom line and look for the posts on my page Sally Goldner on Facebook also out of the pan 3CR 855 AM Melbourne and thanks to the crew from out of the blue diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from 1130 till noon opened up today with Charlie Daniels from way back in the 70s and a long haired country boy well we value all forms of diversity on this show when it comes to hair length or gender and joining me back in the studio is someone who was on a few weeks ago, and good to have you back, Jacob Thomas. Ah, oh, thank you so much for having me, Sally. <laughs> a pleasure, um, because I opened up with a, a track to do with hair, because we're in the fr- in fringe season. Boom. <laughs> Ah! Uh, I uh, didn't even uh, clock that, so good, good, excellent I'm clearly at 100% today, <laughs> nailing it, I love and it And of course, also, it's Celebrate Bisexuality Month So we've got to ramp up the puns even more than usual Absolutely
2: so, absolutely, wig, love it, wig, here wig, for it
0: Fringe, whichever And yeah. <laughs> may we check, Jacob, um, for the sake of our listeners, which pronouns you use, if any Yes, yeah, so I use they, them pronouns Absolutely, which fits in neatly. Anyone would think this all the questions and this show was planned to the second because that fits in with the, um, to some extent with your French show, which you're going to tell us about.
2: Yes, what would you
0: like to know? Well, let's start. The French show has a name, I would guess, I suppose, I guess, Father.
2: <laughs> it sure does. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, I'm doing a one-person show in Melbourne Fringe this year, uh, which is called Transgression.
0: Uh Aha. Now, um, tell, well, um, in my best job interview voice, um, tell us more about transgression.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And in my best interviewee voice, uh, so transgression is a, um, it's about an hour long lip sync um, to trans life in Australia after we passed marriage equality law. So hang on, an hour long, did you say lip sync? It's a lip sync, yes. Uh, For uh, maybe not quite an hour, but it's like a good like 50 minutes.
0: Okay. Uh seriously lip sync so you're not you, you won't actually hear your vocals live on stage during the show
2: no which is why we're doing radio interviews so people uh, get a taste now so <laughs> they don't feel forlorn afterwards you know it's just a nice bit of balance you know you don't get to see me at the moment but you'll see me on stage you hear me now you won't hear me then love that for you
0: so how then does that um fit in with um you know sort of how then do you communicate if you are lip syncing, what, <laughs> what you need to communicate
2: about. Sure. So, what we've tried to sort of um, think about here. So, I, as a performer, um, have done clowning. I've done um, a lot of physical theatre um, and also do drag on the side um, with my very busy schedule. Um, and so, taking into account with that, we've built a an entire audio track, which... Um, I guess, offers the audience to get a bit of an understanding and interpret, put themselves into it where they wish to, um, and sort of providing, I guess, like vignettes. So, the narrative can be read as a whole, or it can be read in parts, and that's perfectly fine. Um, We'll keep it nice and flexible, you know. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Non-binary. Non-binary, exactly. You know, just really throwing my gender right in there. Love that for me. Yes. Yes. and uh, very gender flexible, yes. Um, and sort of, I guess, uh, letting people kind of bring their whole selves to this if they wish to do so. Um, I think it's also, you know, the beautiful part of like celebrating, uh, you know, queer art um, where possible is that, you know, a lot of our art, I guess, is like very physical. It's very sort of like, it embodies a lot um we play, You get to play with character quite a bit. Um, there's pretty much nearly every single um, track that's in this show is either done by a trans artist um, or by someone who really deeply supports our communities, which is really, really wholesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great way to sort of get um, other people's music out there, um, to pay homage, if you will. Um, and also they're just bangers. Like they're just fun songs to try and dance around to and everything. Um, and there's like spoken word in there. There's... Um, Uh, There's some quite intense stuff in there as well um, that is just audio cut from um, certain politicians, certain media personalities. (laughs) Um, Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, To try and sort of like help paint a picture. Because one of the things that I wanted to try and do with transgression was to provide, I guess, a bit of nuance, if you will, to the trans narrative. I think so many of us are so used to, well, the trans and gender diverse narratives. I think so many of us are used to seeing really... um, you know, hard done by, very deficit sort of driven mm-hmm. narrative, um, which is kind of what gets painted about us mm-hmm. a lot more than is, you know, said or delivered by us. So, trying to sort of combat a bit of muting that goes on um, for ourselves, but then also trying to, I guess, um, not go too hard in the other direction and say, actually, everything's great. We've got no mm-hmm. problems. It's fine. Uh, yeah, 10,000%, feeling very trans today, love it, I've got no issues, yeah, really feeling it. So just to, yeah, provide a bit of nuance in that um, from my own perspective.
0: Right, so um, balance, which as a Libra over here, that's always a good thing. Um, oh, oh, oh. It's my moon sign, so I'll take it. There you go, all right. Which sun sign are you? A uh, Capricorn. A Capricorn. So you're December, January, all right, we'll yep. remember that. Jan 17th, you're all welcome, yes. Jan 17th, yes, let's have, let's have a, a sherbet, yep. um, because... Um, <laughs> yeah uh, uh, mineral water that is um with maybe was something else in it, but um you know the um the promotional um details on the on the fringe um, booking site um which we'll get to exactly where in a second, but it says quite sure we have marriage, but some of us still can't take a piece without getting harassed um and um, it says that your show, quote, um, go, um, ex- explores the lived experience of being gender diverse after Australia passed marriage equality. Yeah. Be sinful, break the rules, be authentic. And if you can't freely take a piss, then take the piss freely out of those who hurt you. Yeah. Yes. Quote. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think with this, is just like... Um it's trying to sort of lean, I guess, a bit more into the broader, I would say queer narrative to just sort of like try and conveniently put something under an umbrella um, for the sake of talking about the show. It's this thing of just, I I think a lot of us stopped um, fighting after marriage happened, Mm. um, which was, you know, I think a big concern for a lot of us who are, you know, TGD, who we were still worried and are still kind of worried about, um, I know. Well, what happens next? You know, we saw in—I don't mean to—you know—re-traumatize people um, by bringing this up, but I think it's—you know—we know know that like the no vote that was happening a couple of years ago, about this time two years Mm. ago, really, like, really came in and attacked a lot of trans people, and like, you know, and you know, we've still got the whole issues around like, you know, birth certificates, which thankfully are finally passed here in Victoria, which I'm very excited about. Yeah. Um, but like the attack on our kids, for example, Mm. like you know, and just like just existing day-to-day is just stressful, you know? It's yep. just, and, like, let's be real here. Like, we've got a lot of privilege being in a space like Melbourne. Yes. Um, like, a lot of it. Um, so, you know, let's keep in mind about what happens around the rest of the world. Um, and with that, I think we're also allowed to acknowledge, like, the relative pain that comes with that and to be able to just sort of, you know, contextualise, I guess, our narratives within our own space, within our own geographical, political space. Um, And so for this, it's like, you know, something, we saw the whole, you know, situation with Scott Morrison, like, you know, the gender diverse bathrooms, like within, you know, Prime Minister and Cabinet as well, which lulls to that, that they were like, I think like a gold level recipient of the Australian Workplace Equality Index Mm. or something like that as well, something ridiculous. Um, So it's just like, you know, it's literally the point of just like, you know, I look like, you know, what we would might may refer to as like, you know, socialised as like looking like a dude, um, if you will, but that's because I don't feel safe. To you know, dress and perform in the way that I would like necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I always go to like you know men's bathrooms in air quotes there um, because I just know it's safer yeah. <laughs> to be able to do that. Um, like, you know, it's little things of just sort of, like, trying to bring some comedy and some humour into this as well, of just, like, I don't think jokes are funny when we punch down, but it can be quite humorous when we parody and we punch up as Agree. Well. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, it's trying... Like, there's a lot of
0: working elements
2: in a very short show. <laughs>
0: well, yes. Yeah. Well, look, you, you know, you... Um to- totally correct. Um, and, you know, we should mention um, I a um, couple of ticks. You know, you mentioned um, that Melbourne's a good place. I mean, Fringe, first of all, 125 non-trans and gender diverse people throughout the whole festival this year, which gets a big um, pink, white and blue tick. Yeah, and, <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> um, you know but as you say lots of other places in the world not so good um and of course you know even within melbourne there's sort of ups and downs yeah but um you know some of the things um, another tick for fringe here um and i just suppose a better declare that i had to was just in a show in fringe just so people are aware but you know the um, warning strobe lighting some nudity moderate course language both sudden and sustained loud noises infrequent low pressure audience interaction potent but but here's the bigger ones perhaps potentially triggering content or themes including violence self-harm or Suicide, emotional abuse, sexual references, mental health. Mm. So, and I think it's good that fringe and a lot of other festivals are beginning to do this. But absolutely. we've got to talk about it. Absolutely. Or so lip sync about it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think it's like
2: um, I guess this is like you know an opportunity for you know our communities to come and engage and you know see some um, theatre, and that's great. But also I think. This is a really important opportunity for people who want to call themselves allies to come and, you know, see a show like this as well. I will say there is nothing that's on stage that is like simulated violence or anything like that. We've ah. absolutely gotten rid of, we've tried to get rid of that as much as possible. But we've put these warnings in because, you know, I want to be really honest about my experiences with, say, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. Um, or like, you know, uh, taking the piss out of people like Corey Bernardi, for example.
0: <laughs> or like oh, can't you know, can't you it's pretty easy to do that. It's you know. very
2: easy to do that. It is very easy with that. I think it's like, you know, I will say we've made we've tried to make sure that we have built a a very safe production for everyone who is involved and everyone who comes into that. But, you know, obviously I think it's just I think it's just good theatre practice, exactly as you've brought up there, Sally, is just um if this is going to be a lot for you, don't feel bad if you can't make it. That's perfectly fine. I'd rather you look after yourself first.
0: Yep, um, big motto on this on this program is um, that every seven one of seven billion of us have the right to say I'm I'm going to do self care because I'm the best person to do it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Love so
0: that. we'll have a have a breather there, um, <laughs> and uh, come back. I want to come back and talk to you more because I particularly want to talk about the sort of world picture as well. But in the meantime, um, here's a track by a band that were formed in Wisconsin. And, ooh, you'll, you'll probably know, our listeners will probably know who it is. I'll be mysterious now <laughs> and before I introduce it. Um, so, yeah, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally and guest Jacob Thomas. And coming up after the next segment, one segment on, will be Selena Jenkins. I am Gabriel Gatet. 3CR is like a souffle, a challenge to make, but it can just go higher and higher and higher. Support 3CR.
3: your radio speaking are you looking for something that will add some more pep to your sunday to want music that excites you and stimulates your lug holes if so then tune into rebellious jukebox every sunday at 5 p.m until 6 on 3cr radio eight fifty-five a.m or you can stream at 3cr.org.au
0: Yes, lots of reasons to keep your radio locked on 3CR. Well, all of the time, but there's Sunday afternoon reasons. Freedom of species, talking all things animal advocacy at one, um, and psychedelia at two, um, just two. We'll do the other two later on now that we've got know what's happening at five, which is rebellious jukebox. But um, in the meantime, we're on 3CR, M digital 3 crorgau Out of the pan is the show covering all things pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, or musical genre. And my um, guest... Is Jacob Thomas, who uses they, them pronouns. Jacob, it is so good to have you with us again. You, um, you know, you, just the perspectives you add. And I wanted to talk about that a little, although, yes, it's fringe time. I don't think I've ever had a huge chance to chat with you on air. As it says here also on the Fringe show that you're a non-binary Queen's young leader. Well, we sort of just heard from the Queen, didn't we? Yes, of course. Yes, <laughs> um, yes her husband and her. Um, And a human rights advocate at the Interim Coordinator of the Commonwealth Youth and Gender Equality Network. And that's when you mentioned the world stuff. I mean, you... You know, just moving away from arts and fringe and sort of entertainment a bit, you must get to go around the world or, and or meet lots of people from lots of countries and get a perspective on what it is like um, around the world. And as you say, we are in a privileged queer bubble in Melbourne to a fair extent. So, you know, what are some of the stories of the tough moments, but also we'll say the courageous moments that can happen, um, you know, from what you've heard? Or anything you'd like to say, really, it's you're the guest. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you, Sal. Um,
2: I mean, I don't have permission necessarily to talk about um, certain people's experiences. Oh, of course, yeah, um, de identified, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so with regards to travel, yes, travel quite a bit. I've already done four international trips this year, so my carbon oh. footprint sucks. <laughs> so I'm so sorry about that. Just like I've offset, um. But, yeah, so, like, you know, I speak in uh, the United Nations every now and again. Um, I sit on some working groups there, um, predominantly in the United Nations Girls Education Initiative as their, um, I guess, like a support point for SOGI, so Sexual Orientation, Gender Identity mm-hmm. and Expression. Um, I, yeah, work with uh, organisations like Women Deliver, um, a bunch of phenomenal advocates across the Commonwealth, so all 53 states. Um, in that, SciGen, or uh, Commonwealth Youth Gender and Equality Network, we have the mandate to achieve gender equality for 1.2 billion young people aged 30 and under across all 53 states as well. So, I'm wow. um, currently stepping down from that role. Um, just, I think this is the first news of that, so surprise. There Ooh. we go. <laughs> Ta-da! Um, but, yeah, it's uh, work with some absolutely phenomenal people all around the world, and I think it's... Um, and it's it's hard sort of looking at um I think I say it's hard because it is distressing you know it's very distressing working in human rights um because once you see it you can't you can't ignore it mm. um well i i can't I choose not to ignore it I don't want to just go back into my bubble um and just sort of be like, oh well you know I'm fine here, yeah, it's hard out there, but whatever um and, you know, I see absolutely brilliant people trying incredibly hard to make the world a better place, not just for themselves, but for people, um, who are marginalized, who are oppressed, who are struggling and dealing with, you know, state oppression, who are dealing with, you know, community, dep- uh, oppression, um, uh, state sanctioned violence, um, you know, criminalization, um, just everywhere. And so it's, it's quite exhausting, but, um, you know, I'm not there. They're the ones dealing with it. Yeah. Um, and it really puts into perspective, um, yes, my privilege, but I don't want to just make it about myself and just be like, oh wow, well, I'm just thinking really woke now. But this point of, um, you know, it's, that's kind of my call to action as well. Is just like, I look at it and just sort of go, yep, cool. Like, yes, I'm non-binary. That's fine. And like, I had a you know pretty tough life growing up. Um, but, now in my current state is like, you know, middle-class, I'm educated, um, stable career, stable jobs, all these sorts of things. Uh, you yeah, know, mm. I, I live in Pran, so there's that, <laughs> you <Yeah>, know, just like <laughs> really in my bubble. Um, but know, yeah, so what I like, there's projects I'm going to be working on really soon in Bangladesh, um, supporting third gender identifying people there, um, trying to do a lot of work in supporting people within Pacific where I can, um, across African nations, um, through Europe. Um, I spoke at, um, AIDS 2018 last year in Amsterdam about the need for um, organizations like the World Health Organization, um, UNFPA to sort of push a little bit more and sort of think about how we are pathologizing communities to be sick enough, for example, mm. before we start doing like campaigns around those sorts of things trying to not, trying to use the experience and the knowledge that I have to support these kinds of projects. Um, and I think it's like, it's about trying to be an ally to each other. Ultimately, at the end of the day, like if I just have to stay up till 1am to do a meeting, who cares? I don't, I'm I'm fine with that. I can deal with that. Um, But if it helps provide some perspective and some support that um, a community group can take something to their government, to their highest court, um, to a policy bank, to whatever it might be to sort of try and embed some structure and some protection, then great. That's totally cool. Like uh, we've got some brilliant activists here in Australia. I love a lot of them. I think they're absolutely phenomenal at what they do. But if I want to do a comparison, oh, just the people they see in you know, Pakistan, the people they see in um, Nigeria, the people mm-hmm. who I know in uh, Guyana or who are in Tonga or Samoa, um, like, my goodness, just the, the dexterity of knowledge, the capacity that they have working on less than the smell of an oily rag, which is sometimes what we work with here. Mm. Um, and we've got a supportive state government as well yeah. now, which is great. Um, you know, it's, it really broadens your perspective. And so I really want people to sort of think about um, what can you do for your community around the world? Because it's not just pride
0: parades and rainbow flags. Here, here, Yeah, no, very, very fair point. Sometimes we can, you know, in Melbourne, be aware that we're in, or you know, forget we're in a bubble, as you say, and you know there are challenges around the world. Mm. Um, does that I'll, I'll come full circle, come, mm. come come coming in a sense to transgressions, those sorts of things, or is it um, um, you know, or that sort of thinking in there in any way?
2: I've tried I've tried not to because I think it's very important for me to stay in my own lane with that as well. Yeah, um, I can't speak on someone's behalf with that. True. I think if I do, that kind of turns into a bit of poverty porn um, and sort of like, you know, there, there, I think there are already going to be shared perspectives and moments yep. that are going to exist. So I was talking with a friend of mine in Canada yesterday and she was like, I'd really love to come and see this. And I was like, oh, thanks. Like maybe we'll tour. Who knows? That's the fun. Um, but, you know, like this is the experience of, you know, a white non-binary person who lives here in Melbourne. This is, you know, there's no perspective of, you know, situations I've had in when I've been in, say, uh south africa or you know cu- the countries that i'm banned from or anything like that because it turns a bit too into just a just a biographical piece and that's not what i want to do ah. with this necessarily um but also you know there's no there's only so much intersectionality that can come into this that's you know sincere and real um so i think you know transgression needs to be taken just as it is It is what it is. And if people get something out of that, if they see some connection with that um, or their own lives reflected marvelous, that's really, really nice. You know, that's an offering that I want to put out there, Um, but it can't, I think we've got to be so mindful that we can't just be reliant on singular narrative all the time. You know, I don't think this will be the groundbreaking piece where people just go, ah, oh, get it now. Amazing. We fixed transphobia. It's <laughs> all gone. Just done. Oh, forty-five 45 minute lip sync. Just fix that. Yes. To be, <laughs> just to be a bit of a, bit of a dick about, but it's just, um, you know it's it just needs to be taken for it is because I know my life incredibly well other people know their lives incredibly well um but after this if people want help with or some ideas on structuring their own narratives for example um I'm more than happy to help out you're all more than welcome to get in touch because that's what community does is we support each other that's what we're meant to do it's
0: at its best that's what we do yeah all right so um if people want to see transgression, um, come and see it en person, I'm in my best year 10 French. Um, and I won't do any more. Um, <laughs> when, when, where, what, how, so to speak. Um, when is it on? How do people get tickets and all those sorts of things?
2: Yes, uh, so you can pop onto the Melbourne Fringe website uh, by uh, Googling transgression. Um, you can either Google transgression Melbourne Fringe or pop onto the Melbourne Fringe website and search for transgression or one word. Um, tickets can be bought through the website. We've got $20 um, as a standard price, or if you book with a group, uh, they can come down to 15 which is very, very exciting, hopefully reasonable and accessible. Mm-hmm. I will say that um, – I might just sort of throw this out there – is that if you – maybe don't want to come but you want to buy a ticket for someone else like try and have that conversation as well uh yep. especially if you're an ally um and recognizing that you know a lot of trans and gender diverse people are underemployed or unemployed as well mm-hmm. if so you know be honest about a conversation about that i think that could be a really nice thing to sort of show your support with that that could be quite good um show is running uh 24th to the 28th of september nine thirty p.m Yep. Um, each night. Um, it's at the meat, It's at the stables at Meat Market in North Melbourne. Yep. Uh, don't go into the Meat Market entry. Please come into the stables entry. It's on the other side of the building. Um, and, yeah, there will be, you know, a bar, some support. There's, like, you know, a, it's part of a humongous season all put together by Gavin Roach yeah. at the stables. So, if you are interested, you can see three shows in the same night. Which wow. is very very exciting, all in the same venue. Um, so yeah, come and support some independent art. Get around it. Um, and if anyone has any questions, you're all more than welcome to get in contact me. You know, preferably over Instagram at Jacob James Thomas.
0: All right. Yep. So five nights from Tuesday the 24th, the day after Celebrate Bisexuality Day, yes. and through to Saturday the 28th, the Stables. Um, so yeah, that's um, the um, yeah. Um, Not the sort of big building entrance But sort of a bit further down One street from memory Yes Yes, that's the one That's the one um, Not on Blackwood Street (laughs) Not on Blackwood (laughs) Street I've I've worked in that building for years And I can't remember What the next street town is Rechner or something like that I can't remember (laughs) Anyway Anyway um, There'll be signs um, There'll be people um, Communicating where to travel to Um, Look, very, very awesome It's just I've got to I'm allowed to be self-indulgent For one part of the show To see all this The trans and gender diverse stuff Happening in this show gladdens my heart as a middle-aged chook in a pansexual, so um, thank you. it is really good to have you in, but you're going to stay on the show because um, we're going to get Selena Jenkins on the line and he you're is. just going to Tune in and chat and ask questions as well. Love that. About boobs. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) So so let's um, have a bit of Australian music to bridge our way across um, from Dragon. And it was the title track of their 1982 sort of comeback album, The Body and the Beat. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR digital, 3CR.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the Pan with Sally and guests Jacob and coming up next, Selena. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally and now guest host, um, Jacob Thomas, Um, multifaceted person in so many ways and multi-talented but like so many queer people are, of course. Well, I am versatile, yes. Bit of versatility, never hurts. (laughs) And well, um, versatility, flexibility, uniqueness, authenticity are important for our gender identity, our gender expression. And our body, and um, we all moved to different beats, that was a blatant segue, listeners of all genders And it's helping me to talk about our next guest, who's coming in on the phone And also has a fringe show called Boobs, Selena Jenkins, um, good to have you on 3CR Oh, it's
3: great to be here, thanks for having me, Sally, hi Jacob, how are you going?
0: Very well, Selena. how are you?
3: Good, yeah, not too bad at all
0: Love that so um gosh it's a, just a mammoth um sort of hugely busy show on fringe there's just so much going on and well you've got a show called boobs um and I'm just going to re- I'll read out the first paragraph as per the fringe website for your particular page this tale of memory proportions follows one woman and her two boobs through a literal hurricane of life-changing events. I think that probably, there's a good executive summary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Um, well written. Um, how, do you drill, how do we drill down through that executive summary to talk about the show, to go for it? Look, it is a bit of a, a tricky um, segue, isn't it? But I,
3: look, I think... You know, I know that boobs is a, is a bit of a provocative name to have for a show. I couldn't think of anything else to call it, to be honest, Sally. Um, it, re- it literally is is a sixty-minute show about my boobs. It is. That's what it is. So, um, so that does sort of sum it up uh, in a in a nutshell, really.
0: Well, um, well, that's the nutshell, um, but. Um you know, I suppose let's try to you know um, find a, a way through one of the, the cracks in the nutshell to talk yeah, a little more absolutely. about it and do as I like to do when I'm doing you know interviews for for new shows, which I think this is a, a debut show. I should yes, check in.
3: brand brand new show. Yeah, so exactly. I like to do
0: teasers as opposed to spoilers. So tease <laughs> us um, with what the show's about and what sort of things people might expect.
3: Yes, absolutely. Well, the show boobs is about. Um, that time seven years ago, when I decided to have my boobs removed um, mm-hmm. with surgery, and and I suppose so that was two thousand and twelve when I um, had that surgery done, so a, a full double mastectomy, um, or top surgery as sometimes it's referred to, and uh, and just the, the difficulties and the challenges that I faced um, in the in the lead up to that surgery because it. it It hadn't really been, that particular surgery hadn't been sort of officially requested um, in Australia at that time before. So I'm a a cisgender female and I was requesting to have surgery that that was and, and probably still is predominantly performed on people wishing to, um, transition from female to male.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, and so, you know, I, I was requesting to have that surgery done, but to remain female identified after having the surgery done. Um, so that was, that was a little bit tricky at the time, I think, because there weren't any other documented cases of, of that, of that request at the time. So, um, so, it was difficult to find where I was going to fit into the process because there's all, there's, there's,
4: you mm. know, it's, it
3: is a bit of a process leading up to that sort of surgery. Um, so, yeah, just the show speaks about some of those challenges and what that looked like for me at the time.
0: Yep. No, look, I can imagine, I mean, I can totally understand that um, some cisgender women might need to have breasts removed, say, for breast cancer or something like that.
3: Yes, um, absolutely. Yep.
0: Um, or. Um, you know, as you say, those wishing to affirm a male identity who are assigned female at birth, or, you know, possibly some non-binary people assigned female at birth. absolutely, absolutely. You know, you would have, I'm guessing, and this is our total guess, that because you didn't fit any of those and your breasts were healthy, that sort of thing, you must have, you've probably had to go through a small um, minefield of red tape or something.
3: Yeah, quite a big minefield of red tape, to be honest, Sally. It was... um it was a bit of a process, and, and really, at the end of the day, it was a, it was something that I was unable to have that surgery in in Australia at that time, and um, and did have to find a surgeon overseas, um, mm. just because of I suppose uh, the process and the conditions put in place that, that and the criteria that surgeons were requiring um, surgeons that were doing that surgery in this country at that time were requiring you know. To be happy to perform that surgery, so because I didn't sort of fit any of those, um, I think probably the rule book had to be rewritten a little bit, and I hope that it has been since then um, but yeah, I did have to trek off overseas and and uh, and do it that way so and, and that again is is part of the show
0: yeah, now, um so yeah, there's a whole heap of stuff in there, and again I 'm trying to stick with teasers, not spoilers, but <laughs> I imagine there's lots in there. And but I'm also going to take another wild guess. Let me guess, was it a cis male patriarchal surgical approach that could have been part of the minefield?
3: Well, you know, I think I think what was happening at the time, and as I said, it's just I haven't done um, extensive research since that point. I, I haven't, and I wanna be really clear about that. So I'm I'm hoping that many things have changed. I'm hoping that if someone were to uh, you know, contact a surgeon that does that surgery now, that, that the criteria may be um, wildly more flexible than it was seven years ago. Um, but I think, you know, I think it's very, very important to have processes in place um, because if there is an individual who is wishing to, uh, to have this surgery done or have any sort of... ..or have hormone therapy or have any sort of... Um, you know, clinical medical treatment done in regards to to their identity or, or, you know, if they're identifying as transgender, I think it is so important to have, you know, as many processes and support, just a huge amount of support from a healthcare um, sort mm. of model. I think, you know, the more people that you have supporting a person um, that is going through those, you know, going through those experiences, the better. So I'm certainly not having a go at, at the fact that they're... Um, you know that there were things in place. You know, at the time, I think I think that's very important. I think what was happening though is that they just sort of hadn't really come across this before, and mm-hmm, so yeah. I think people were attempting to rewrite, you know, and 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 move things around, um, so that I could, unfortunately, so that I could fit in a box, <laughs> 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 which is so strange, you know, with this with this whole concept anyway. So that I could fit in a box and be ticked off as you know, this person is um, is psychologically fit and, and healthy to, to, to consent and undergo this surgery. You know, I just think that was um, tricky mm. at the time for some people to get their heads around.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah i mean it's in, It sounds so interesting as well it's just like um like there 's three things that sort of really pick out for me on this land is just um like you know using art is like I guess like a tool for advocacy, which i 'm so excited about and I absolutely love that yeah, um it 's like kudos, kudos to that love that um, <laughs> and also I think too is just like you know it 's so interesting sort of hearing about like bodily autonomy. Um, in sort of like a different way, I guess, mm, um, yeah, or like a yeah. non, a, a slightly, um, a slightly different narrative. So like, I'm so excited to come and see this. I hope that our oh, shows aren't on oh, at oh, the same time, fantastic. are they? No, they're <laughs> not. No, I
3: I Great. Think, I don't think. I think you start um, potentially a few days later, so I think we can catch Maybe. each other's show, which is oh, very exciting. Love that. Oh, <laughs> oh, artists
2: supporting yeah. artists. I love that. Yeah. Oh, Keish, call me Lorraine. Um, that's how Keish that is. Love that. <laughs>
3: yeah, I love that too. Look, you're absolutely right, Jacob. If, this is a really this is a different story because it's it's just my story. I couldn't really tell anyone else's, and so mm. um, it isn't probably a little bit different from other stories that we get used to hearing. Um, but it does, you know, it does talk about bodily autonomy, and it does talk about um, even though it's my story and it's a very personal, quite vulnerable story, mm. um, told in a funny, funny sort of more jovial way. I'd like to say um, it definitely does. The show definitely definitely does sort of make comment on on on, you know how the way that society operates how that impacts individuals you know attempting Mm -hmm. to make decisions about their own bodies um, you know positive wonderful decisions about their own bodies um, that will have really positive outcomes you know and Mm -hmm. how and how we can just get stuck on that because you know when other people don't understand or can't directly empathise or or remove their own lenses, you know, to look at someone else's story. That can get really tricky. So it definitely does. Um, the show definitely does, um, you know, draw on that and 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 sort of make reference to to how that fits in in a wider sort of frame. Mm.
2: Oh, I love that. I'm so excited for you. Absolutely oh, thrilled. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, no, it
0: is is good um, that that's happening. Um, Selina, you also I've got to say last year had an absolute, um, well, a very powerful show with, with thy neighbour. Um, which was uh, debuted at last year's festival. Oh, that
3: was a doozy, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, some left field <laughs> yeah.
0: stuff in there. Um, I'm which still shows...
3: recovering, Sally. I'm still recovering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. This, I suppose that that show is you know out on the public air, so to speak. But I'm still yeah, not specific. wanting to do spoilers in case you want to do it again. Oh no! Look,
3: you know, you know what? Spoil that one to your heart's content because uh, I just will not be doing that again. That was <laughs> that was a wonderful. Uh, thing to do at the time and I'm very happy that I put it out there last year but it was very traumatic for myself performing the piece and for people viewing the piece so um, I'm glad I've done it but I'd like to say that I think that one's been put to bed so you can spoil away I don't mind at all well
0: yeah look I, I suppose this is I was chatting to you off air and this I suppose my curiosity's Um, Pricked and pricked at me for a year now on this. Um, For the show, thy neighbour talks about all the houses you've lived in and locations and people you met along the way, and then you finally got the dream house. I think it was in the hills to the east of Melbourne. yes yeah. And had some horrendously queerphobic neighbours at the time of the postal survey, which you know just was such a bad time for. Well, you know, overwhelmingly many, many,
3: many people
0: queer and allied people in Australia. And you mentioned in the show that you managed to grab a few bits of clothes, a bit of food and the dog bed and the dog and get the mm. hell out because the neighbours were so horrendous. And I never got to ask you, um, did you manage to get back to the house and get all belongings safely in the end? Uh,
3: yes. <laughs> yes, we did manage to get back. We had to do it. Um, the neighbours were so bad that it was actually deemed unsafe for us to be there by um, local sort of law Enforcement, You know, police said, no, it's really not safe for you to be here. So we did get back. It was done in dribs and drabs um, because we couldn't sort of be there for any longer than a, probably, you know, a 30, 40-minute period Jesus. without Jesus having me. to think, oh, well, we have to call the police again. So, you know, we'd try to sneak in and, and grab bits and pieces. But, yeah, yeah, we did live in uh, a van for about six months. It wasn't a pleasant experience at all uh, for two Two grown adult human beings and a large dog, um, mm. but mm. we did manage to get through that. And I suppose it's, I suppose it's on and upwards. You know, it's it's left a significant scar. I suppose on my partner and I and my and my close loved ones and family and friends. Um, but I think we've we've started to heal um, from that experience. And it's actually just really lovely. As silly as the title sounds, it's actually really lovely just to do a show called Boobs. It is just um <laughs> about an experience that even though it's um it's an interesting experience, you know, that I had and it is uh there's definitely very poignant, serious moments in the show. Um but because it was it was you know, it turned out to be such a positive experience for myself, it's a real joy, um, to share this this new story, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, less less stressful than you know having to sort of well almost run for your life from your what's supposed to be your own safe home and space and cave, so to speak. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, just a quick a quick check in on something else. Um, you know, is Bo Heartbreaker sort of um, having a bush retreat at the moment? Um yes, he's a good friend yes, of yours. He
4: must be. <laughs> he's
3: a good friend of mine. He's the um, oh Bo. Yeah, so he's he's the. the the sort of male character that I've played for years and years doing character comedy, and he sticks his head up occasionally. Um, but, yeah, he's just having a little, a little break at the moment. I'm sure he'd love to come along and see boobs. I'm sure he'd really <laughs> appreciate what this show has to... The silliness that this show um, has to offer at times. But, look, I'm definitely not going to say that he won't be back because I think... I think we, we we probably could never get rid of him forever, could we, yeah. Sally? He's probably going to make an appearance at some point. He'll
0: turn up, but right now he's yeah. sort of doing a Leyland brother thing or something <laughs> yeah, I um, think so. off, I off think somewhere. So, so um, let's. I think um, we'll, we'll wrap um, wrap things up at this point rather than going to another track and a break. So um, just the warnings for the show: some nudity, moderate coarse language, infrequent uh, slash low pressure audience interaction, potentially triggering content or themes including self harm, suicide sexual harassment, violence against women, misogyny, sexual references and mental health. Um, again, I still think it is great that Fringe is leading the way and putting these sorts of things out there so people know. And yes, let's wonderful, pr- wonderful. And let's prove that um, you're um, not clashing with Jacob's dates for transgression. Yes,
3: absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm running at the moment right now. So um, it's a 6.30 show tonight and oh. then... What have we got? The big debut. Yeah, yeah, 6.30 tonight and then from Tuesday next week, um, a couple of days away, Tuesday through till Friday, it's a 7.30 show at Trades Hall in the Music Room. So if you jump on, again, like Jacob mentioned earlier, if you jump on the Melbourne Fringe website, which is just melbournefringe.com.au, you can type in the word boobs and it should pop up straight away or alternatively... Straight into Google, um, you can type "boobs," but please be sure to follow that with Selena Jenkins, because otherwise, all sorts of things <laughs> strange will pop things up. will come up. Sites <laughs> you just so, don't want to but know it about. Should, it should pop up pretty, um, pretty quickly. yeah, Selena Jenkins boobs, and you should be able to find all information about buying tickets and uh, how to get there, and accessibility, and all that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, oh, look, I've got. A, uh, I've just done a yep, no, which is um, um, something I want to get rid of. Uh, very much so that um, the search, whether you're coming from a broad search engine or the fringe internal search engine things, um, auto-type and all sorts of good things, which makes it nice and easy to get tickets to the show that you yes, want. Yes,
3: it does. Yes, um, so yep.
0: um, rocking along there. Five shows this Sunday and then um, at 6.30 Tuesday through Friday at 7.30. Uh,
3: 7.30, yep, 7.30 Tuesday through Friday. Yes, yep. that's right. Yep.
0: Um, and um, yeah um, I will get along and see that for sure and yes you are a cisgender woman but I think you're doing some great with this show I think you're doing some great trans and gender diverse allyship in a way because you're saying hey there's all sorts of combinations of bodies, gender identities, gender expressions, and we've got to be authentic. And that's a damn oh, good thing. A-
3: absolutely, Sally. And you know me, you know, I'm as queer as I get. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: <laughs> known so you for a long time. A, it's a very
3: queer show. Very, very queer show. Um, love it. And I look forward to seeing you there and lovely to meet you, Jacob. Lovely.
2: An
0: absolute pleasure. See you, uh, see you and sometime see you next week. Show. Love <laughs> that. Love that. Love little solidarity. I'm here for it. Love it. <laughs> yep. No, very, very excellent. And there's so many more, um, I might I might post a few throughout the week on as well as um, these two on both the Out of the Pan page and elsewhere. Um, it is just such a delight to see so many queer shows, trans and gender diverse shows, but going beyond my lived expertise. There's lots of other stuff, um, deaf, disability, First Nations. Um, it was just phenomenal at the Fringe launch when all that was mentioned. So a big, um, well, diverse tick there. All right, Selena, um thanks for that. Don't need you to hang on now cuz I um we talked on air about um by neighbor. Um, <laughs> and lovely. I hope you get more nominate both get but not lots more nominations um out of um, your shows this year. Thank thanks for your time today, Selena. I'll let you go um back to uh, um you. just settling in and preparing for you. and us for tonight of course for the debut. Oh,
3: thank you. <laughs> Catch you ya.
0: Selena Jenkins on 3CR eight five five am digital um, digital3cr.org.au. Um, I'll just quickly do a, a message and then come back and we'd better wrap up the show, thank Jake, and make way for Freedom of Species. It's a packed program um, on 3CR eight five five am
3: A three CR supporter
0: All right, better get out of here quickly. Gosh, the show went fast today when you've got two fantastic queer people and artists in or in in and on, so to speak. It's good, Jacob. It's always so good to have you in. You just a... Uh, um, just gives so much refreshing energy to everything you do. and mm, Thank you. <laughs> and so, yeah, chookers for your show and everything. And um, keep rolling along. Um, lots of thing- other things you're doing. Um, God, you're studying at the moment and doing assignments. How do you do it? Is, is there enough coffee in Melbourne or something?
2: Yes, absolutely so. Uh, and also I get eight hours of sleep a night and get my weekends because... Self-care is important, and I Absolutely. love that. Always and that's also a privilege. <laughs> the
0: motto of this show um, um, that applies to 7.5 billion people on the planet, I'm the best person to do self-care because I'm doing self-care, or something like that. Better get out of here, Make way for freedom of species. Take it out today with um, the... Um, Fabulous. Eiffel 65, because we're talking about bodies. Move your body. um, Get it down to Fringe Festival. So (laughs) excited. To all the great shows, whether it's Boobs by Selena Jenkins or um, Transgression by Jacob Thomas. But as I say, so much going on. Move your body down to Fringe, um, whether it's in North Melbourne or Trades Hall or wherever. See lots many, of shows, many venues. <laughs> many venues around our, our great city. And, um, Jacob, thanks for coming in again. Thank you, as always. <laughs> and um, next week on the show, I'll be having um, some more Fringe guests, um, lining them up as we speak, um, because it's just a packed program, in the words of two very old British comedians, one of which I um, mentioned in on what the set I did on Thursday night. That's another story. Thanks for tuning in into Out of the Pan, everyone. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week.